Hello, and welcome back to the Who Are You podcast, a weekly podcast where we chat everything football. Not to be confused for an Ancestry.com podcast, so if you're looking for your granny, you're in the wrong place. My name's James, and I'm back with my co-host and excellent producer, Nolan. Today's episode dives into Chelsea's latest signing, a recap of the Milan Derby, Celtic marching onto the title, a look at this weekend's fixtures, and much more. We enjoyed making this one, and hope you enjoy listening. Cheers. We are live for the Who Are You Now podcast, episode two. Back I'm again. Noel. Back back again. I'm Noam Braun here with the lovely... James O'Hara. And we're doing it again, James. Like, it, was, it felt pretty good to kind of just pull one together. Like, yeah. Having a passion to do that for a long time. And to kind of just see it come together was, was pretty cool. Yeah, I was really excited. Pretty much after we recorded it, um, I was excited to get back in and do another one. So hopefully, uh, long may it continue. <laughs> long may it rain. Sponsors down the road. Oh, yeah, know. <laughs> Live shows. Yeah, and thanks to everyone who listened. You know, we sent it to a lot of family and friends, and it was pretty cool to see a, a good reaction. And a lot of credit was to the, the audio, I think, and the levels and stuff. And Oh, yeah. You know, that, thanks to you pretty much using that soundboard, buddy. Oh, glory to BCIT. <laughs> but I think, yeah, it definitely helps a lot when it's all just like... Well, I saw that sports today. Yeah, yeah, definitely the quality shines through. Yeah, no kidding. Well, James, let's let's just jump right into it. Um, so I think we can kind of kick off a little bit with weekend reaction to kind of how everything went down. Um, we well, we talked a lot about last week about I, I know I was going off about like Liverpool and stuff, and I wasn't even I saw the fixtures and I wasn't even thinking that that was like on like channeling two different game weeks or same game week but two different weekends because of this Christmas break. So I think uh, we kind of dropped the ball there, but uh, we didn't talk too much about the fixtures last week. So I think it's. It's okay, but we still have a still have a couple here to chat about. So how about you take it off there? Definitely. Well, I think we can go with the one that we didn't talk about, which was the Milan Derby and um, just the craziness that that fixture was. I didn't get a chance to watch it live, but I managed to catch up on highlights and kind of look at the post game reactions and insane Derby. And it's a lot closer for when you think than you know a number one versus a number ten would be. But that's just the beauty of a Derby when you got two. You know, inner city rivals that just go head to head, like just fireworks happen all the time, right? Yeah, form goes out the window for sure. With uh, with derbies, you see it with Liverpool, Everton. Um, I mean, Liverpool has always kind of got that one, but there's always it's always a competitive edge. It doesn't matter wherever in the world these derbies take place. Uh, it kind of just happens. Yeah, it just kicks off and it's craziness and it's excitement. Um, the goals were great. Lukaku got one. Ibrahimovic got one, which it's also weird to see him now in Italy. Like, you know, I kind of got used to seeing him in the MLS, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's in the retirement league. and But, yeah, he's doing pretty well here. <laughs> um, but now he's doing it in Italy, which is really cool to see, and he kind of felt like he would go back there eventually at some point. Yeah, he. I think, obviously, he's played with both Milan teams. A lot of people have. There doesn't seem to kind of be that, like, animosity between the fans. Or there may be, but people just, the players just don't seem to care. Because um, he's, um, he started... He was first at Inter Milan before he ended up being at uh, AC Milan because oh. obviously he, uh, I think he he played with the Juventus, then went to Inter, then went to Barcelona, then went back, then went to AC. So um, it's good to see him back. Should he be back in the Italian league? It's gonna get. I don't know. He got the goal, and obviously they were up to nothing at half. I saw the. I didn't watch the game live, but I saw tons of memes on Instagram about, oh, uh, 
you know, Ibrahimovic owns the Milan Derby. And this was only at half. And I was yeah. like, okay. And then I saw the final result. I was like, well, I got to go back and watch this game. But yeah, like you can't, you can't make these kind of predictions at two nothing at half because obviously they just come back out firing, and that's why they're top of the league right now. That's yep. why they're taking uh, Juventus. They might be, what Juventus is eight in a row right now. They might be taking that mantle, or mantle, should I say? It definitely looks like it. Like they are on level for points, but Inter has seven more goals than the goal difference. So. It's cool. It's again. It's nice to see a, an actual title race going on. I and mean, we can even talk about Lazio as well because, like, that's they're fifty three. They're one. I know you. You know you don't like them, but they're <laughs> they're one point behind the two front runners, and that's really cool to see a league. There's actually a race happening, not just ones. You know, run away with it for sure. The um, you, I mean, I'm a huge, a huge Ronaldo fan, and I've I always liked. The old Juve, before they got like relegated to Serie B for match fixing, they had such a glorious team. That's when Ibra was on the team and like Fabio Cannavaro. They were such an awesome team. Uh, Nedved, people like that. Um, but it's good to see kind of the Italian league kind of get back to a bit of more of a competitive nature because Juventus have just been so dominant over the past uh, little while. So it's good to see Inter back there, back at the top, um, like they were a couple years ago. And hopefully... AC Milan kind of figure out their stuff because you want to see strong Milan teams, um, you know, in the in the top four of the the league, not sitting down at tenth. Hundred percent. But you know what? Even Ivan Gazidis went to AC Milan, the former Arsenal director of football, and they can mm. get relegated for all I care. That's true. That guy is a clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you are you a Ronaldo or a Messi guy? Are you both? What? Are you? I'm, I have to be both. Like, I like Ronaldo because I like how, like, hard he works. Um, Messi's just a, a different beast, right? But I, I was luck, I've, luck, I've been lucky enough to see them both live. What? I've t- technically touched Messi. <laughs> not, in an in a, not in an inappropriate <laughs> way or anything. But, um, yeah, like, they are just... I've seen them both. Um, Where'd you see them? I went to Spain and I saw... Uh, Ronaldo play CSK Moscow in the Champions well, that's, League. That's cool. And then I saw Messi in Seville play Seville. And they were kind of, I was walking back to my hotel before, the day before the game, and um, you just see this big Barcelona bus come out, come out of nowhere. And we were right beside their hotel, so um, they came out like the wrong way of the bus, and I'm like first line of defense. I'm like just <laughs> high five and all the Real Madrid or the Barcelona fa- players, Pep Guardiola, you Whoa. know. So I was like, they made, you know, they can have a howler or a stinker uh, tomorrow, and but scored a couple free kicks and it was it was a good uh, good trip. But yeah, I don't like the comparison. There's no comparison. There's two different types of players, but I mean, it's just kind of like who you favor more. And I just I li- I. I liked uh, I liked Ronaldo Manu. He was on fire there. I liked watching Manu at that time. So I probably seen Ronaldo probably play a bit more than Messi. But I mean, I'm just I I was thinking about this a couple of days ago. I'm, I'll probably be crying like all day when they finally <laughs> retire. <laughs> I don't know if they ever will. It feels like they might just play different leagues and different forever. I mean, forever, no, yeah. I just sure. About it. <laughs> I I. I the messy aspect, like, I love how technically gifted he is. And, like, he's just so, he's magic to watch. Like, that's just so cool about him, right? But, man, I, I kind of told you this at some point, I think. But watching Ronaldo in the World Cup, 
just like put Spain on his shoulders against Portugal, or sorry, put Portugal on his Spain uh, shoulders against Spain. Yeah, that's what kind of did it for me. Where I was like, like if my life's on the line, like he's taking the free kick. If there's a penalty on the line, he's taking it. Like he was just so insane to watch. Like I've never seen a player just take over a game like that. And like it's happened at other times, but again, internationally, domestically, like we can go into it at some point. But well, yeah, yeah that's the thing is there. The conversation start or like kind of comes to a boiling point when you talk about like the, those two players and their international records. But as you said, we'll we'll go into this on that. We'll we'll dedicate a whole yeah, ooh, whole, whole cast about uh about that. Get some opposing views in here as well. Yeah, but fun. we'll uh we'll leave it for now. But Ronaldo has uh, what is he? I think he might be. I I, I don't want to say this, but I think he might be top scorer. Uh, of the Italian league right now, so he's still firing like, and he's kind of keeping them in the race. And it's his fourth league he's played in professionally. Yeah, and he's what thirty fourth or th- I think he just turned thirty five. Yeah, third played a birthday big guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, ho- I think he'll play until he's forty. I think he'll want to like retire the same time Messi retires because he's like I think a couple years older. But yeah. he wants to like he doesn't want to give him like any more of an inch mm-hmm. than, than I he hope has. they come to MLS. That'd be so yep. cool. Inter-Miami, baby. Oh, shit. They can up. finally play together and I can be no. happy. Wake up. <laughs> um, okay, just switching over. Again, there's really nothing in the Prem to call up with this weekend. Like, Brighton and uh, Watford drew. I didn't watch it. Um, yeah, I, I watched a bit of it. Um, but it's like, I don't have any skin in the game with these teams. Like, Wait, is this the game that John Moss made the comment about you see this real? No, that was Bournemouth. Was that Bournemouth? Oh, yeah. okay. First of all, yeah, if we want, like, the referee chat and shit, like, here's the thing. You you have to, you should have banter with the yeah. ref. You give it to the ref like, all the why time. Is, Dan, why, is, Dan, is it Dan Gosling who came out? Is he, like, I've seen he said it to Dan Gosling, but I'm not sure if Dan Gosling is the one who's come out saying this. Because if you have, what, what are you doing, man? Yeah. You, you always abuse the ref, and if a ref's saying, Oh, don't don't blame me if you're having a crap game, or um, it's not my fault if you're, <laughs> you're getting in this relegated. position. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's you know that's the beauty of like on-field banter. You know, it's entirely called for. So, and I don't like it coming out like this. Yeah. They're trying to can- they're now trying to cancel referees for Christ's <laughs> sake. So I saw the the referees whatever union stood behind John. So I was like, John, run a first name basis. You know? <laughs> go on, John. <laughs> go on, boss. <laughs> Um, so kind of passing over the Premier League, let's go to the championship where there's been a lot to happen and develop, which has been really cool to see. I think the biggest talking point right now is just Leeds and the old apple crumble that they are and, and falling apart. So just to give you an idea of the table right now, James. So Leeds, I think going into December, had an 11-point lead. Yeah. Very similar to last season. Shout out to the the, the Leeds United Amazon series. That was really <laughs> awesome to watch. And that kind of brought me up to speed about where they are now. Yeah. Um, that 11-point lead has evaporated, and now they are actually trailing West Brom. It's 62-56 to 56 for them. And the problem is, if you go from 2nd, basically, to 7th, it's a 3-point difference. Yeah, man. Which is mad. I want... I don't really like Leeds, but they're a huge club. Exactly. And I now want to see them in the Prem. You know? I remember seeing them, like... I remember seeing them play Rangers... At Ibrox with my dad and my brother, because um, they're Rangers fans. I'm not, but I was a child uh, in the Champions League game, and Whoa. this is like when they were like a Whoa. proper. Like this is when Leeds were in the Champions League, so they were a proper team. So 
I remember seeing them there, and then it was like, it was just like spiral out of control. And all I really knew about them, because I wouldn't watch growing up, I wouldn't watch Championship or League One or stuff, was just playing them on PlayStation, and being like, how is this team that I saw like a couple of years ago so shockingly bad? And I think it's time they've been in exile long enough. You know, they've done their time. Come home. They're, it's time to kind of. They're a big club, huge club. But you can't be like bottling it this much. This is it's a carbon copy of last last season. It is exactly a carbon copy. And they have that. Uh, what is it? Basella, Marco, Marco Basella, Bielsa, Bielsa. He's tremendous. I love him. I love the spy. I love everything about him. Spygate. <laughs> I love. You know, I love these things, but. He's gonna. This will be his last season if they don't get really. Oh, if they don't get promoted, be. because he. I don't think he'll put up with it, because his it's his players essentially. Yeah. You know, he's gotten them. I don't know. I don't know if it's burnout or. I haven't watched enough of the games, but I've just seen the results, and it's just like well, this time what, and time again. Yeah, people just can't seem to figure out like, and the curse stuff is getting more and more believable. Just like, well, curse will never go up. Like, there's all these elements about it, right? Which is really tough to see, but like. I remember the start of the season, there were all the songs, we are going up. And yeah. it's like, you're two games in. But you have to feel for them because, like, you know what? They had a great start to the season, and it's just like, and they're they're hopefully going to make it because I want to see them come up really badly. They lost Eddie and Tekia back to Arsenal, and there was some controversy here. Oh, they weren't even here. playing them, were they? I know, but he was scoring goals whenever they played yeah. them, and people were... And I, watching Bamford as their number striker, the number nine, like, I mean, he got no service. Like, the only game I watched was when they played... Um, uh, Nottingham Forest, which was wild, by the way. That was just a couple of weeks ago, right? Uh, that was on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. So they played um, Brentford since then, you know. So, like, basically, you know, they played a fourth and fifth team and lost one and oh, drew one. Yeah, yeah. So now they're playing City, Bristol City on the weekend, and there's a three-point difference. Yeah, Bristol City has actually been pretty decent this year as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I love City because I saw them. They played um, Stoke City in the Carabao Cup. I saw them play two years ago, and that, that was the same year that they went on then to beat Manchester United in the Carabao Cup. Oh, yeah. Um, and just kind of fell in love with them all of a sudden. Just a good mate of mine um, took me to the ground, and we watched the game and everything. So I got a soft spot for them still. Like, I would love to see them come up, but can Leeds and them both come up? I don't know. I don't want to see West Brom come back up. Yeah, but they're going to come back up. It looks uh, like they've been so strong this year. Like, it's with Slavan Bilic, Premier League-worthy manager, yeah. was a, was the Croatian manager, was really highly rated when he was there. Um, Charlie Austin up front, like... You know, Premier League striker. They've got they've got a decent team, and I think they'll they'll definitely come up. Uh, Leeds, I'd like to come up because they've got beautiful Kappa all white kits. <laughs> <laughs> you need you need some more Kappa in the Prem, I think. And just for the the housery and everything, like I yeah, just Man see U, like oh. they'll probably be like even on points. Rewards. They come up, they'll be even <laughs> on points with Man U, so be a good good set for the rivalry. But um, yeah. To be continued, I guess. You know, we will keep them monitored for the rest of the season and and see what happens. Um, James, I think you know we had some other talking points, but I feel like we have to kind of talk about the um, the signing that Chelsea have kind of completed now with I can't pronounce Ziyech. Z- yeah, I think so. Ziyech. I'm. I mean, I know. I feel no, it's like Yakum Ziyech. We'll say Yakum Ziyech. We'll, yeah. We'll go from there. That's an exciting. If you're a Chelsea fan, that's a really exciting signing for you. Yeah, like. Comes in in the summer for about 40 mil. Um, pretty decent money, actually. Like, you know, for some of these other Ajax boys who went to Juventus and Barcelona, mm-hmm. that, was qu- that was a lot more than 40. Um, he, yeah, he was one of the standout players of the 
of for Ajax the last couple of seasons. Exciting kid to come into the the prem. Obviously, a replacement for your likes of Hazard, Pedro, William. I guess William's probably on his, you know, on his way. Probably you might give it another season, but you know, time time catches up to everyone. Pedro, I think's done. I think so too. I think him and Drew are both going to be going. Yeah, I think also. I think Pedro might also be out of contract. So, and I think Williams actually out of contract. So they might not even. And Drew, they're all out of contract this summer. So. And then, and then you've got Hudson Adoy and Mason Mount and the young boys coming through, but, um, but you need depth and Pulisic as well. But like they haven't, they've done well when they've had the chance. But you know this guy's made it to. Champions League semifinals. He's won things at Ajax. Um and he just seems like a really exciting talent. So yep. I think he'll I think he'll do good. Yeah, he's probably gonna slot into the you know, the if they do a front three, he'll probably slot into the right side of that. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's a fun player to watch. And he kind of got forgotten, I think, after the hype of that season for Ajax and the other players all left. Like he kind of got left behind and no one really talked I about him. I think he was like forgotten the entire time almost. Because people were looking at Delight, De Jong, uh, Van de Beek, mm-hmm. um, even Dolberg, who went, ended up going to Nice and stuff like that. Like, and it was like this guy's like got a lot of sauce, you know. Like this guy's been doing it. He's nice. And um, and they'd be like, oh yeah, like oh maybe twenty five, thirty mil. It's like you guys are selling all these other guys for seventy five plus, and and this guy's kind of going on under the radar. So um, forty mil is a nice pickup, though. Didn't Chelsea and Ajax play uh, in the Champions League this year? Yes, they and did. he did bits. I'm he pretty did. sure. So that was probably his his kind of trial, you know, yeah. baptism of fire. And they're like, all right, this guy's getting signed. Yeah, I think just overall looking at the year for Chelsea and like you know, there's so much doom and gloom in the summer because it was like they had the transfer ban, Lampard had just come in, like everyone's expecting them to just get you know kicked in the teeth there and finish maybe tenth or eleventh. But the way they've they've weathered the storm. Tammy Abraham has been so much fun to watch. All these young players have been so much fun yeah, to watch. Yeah. So now you're going to add him in the summer, and it sounds like maybe Jaden Sancho as well. You could literally have one of the most exciting teams to be watching in, Yeah, I would say Europe, but, you know, they left, so in England. <laughs> it depends on, I think with the, with this accusation, um, accusation, should I say? Not accusation. Acquisition? Acquisition, sorry. It's okay. It's um, morning. It's early. Um I don't think Sancho goes anymore. You don't think so? I mean, do you really need... Like, obviously, you do need Sancho. Everyone needs Sancho. But, like, do you need Sancho, uh, this fella... What's his name? Zajic? Uh, Ziyech. Ziyech. Um, what do you think? Hudson-Odoi, Pulisic, Mason Mount. Like, you know, these... Do you need all of them? Do you also need to, like, spend, like, a hundred, another 100-plus million on this kid if you've already got this guy? And Hudson Adoy coming through, like you've invested a lot of money on keeping Hudson Adoy there. You know, you may as well play him. Yeah. And Jaden Sancho is kind of the main man right now, but like, but if you don't swoop him up, like he's probably going to Liverpool or Man United. It's probably not Man United. It's probably Liverpool. Well, Man, Liverpool. It's tough too. They have a tough, good. Liverpool's three as in well. for it now. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. I think Liverpool would. Um, my thoughts, but. I think Liverpool would dump Salah in a heartbeat because hot, of the hot take right here because folks. of the amount of money they could get from him, you know for the amount of money they could get from him from a Real Madrid or a Barcelona. I think 
they would rather dump him than Mane, and rather dump him than well, Firmino's like out of the equation because he's um, a striker or false nine. Um, but yeah, I, I think they would dump him for like a Jaden Sancho. But I think he might want to go. He, they've just entered the race though, so I think I think Manu will end up messing it up. They'll try to go for him, and then they'll... Edward, Woodward will be cheap. Edward would... Well, or he'll just be incompetent, you know. Um, and then, yeah, Liverpool. I don't think he'll go back to Man City. He left there as a kid, and I think he wants to, like, prove them wrong. I think he's kind of got that chip in the shoulder, and that's what I like about him. But, yeah, I think his time is is up in at Dortmund uh, by the summer. Yeah, hopefully. You know, he took a risk to kind of go out there and, like... You know, a lot, a lot, not a lot of English players go out there, and he kind of started that wave again of like, you know, we saw Reese Nelson went out there to play Hoffenheimer for a little yeah. bit. Like, it's definitely good to see these young English players, you know, who are in these big teams that don't get a chance to play anywhere. Yeah. So you know, go out, and he was so much fun to watch part of this Dortmund team here. So yeah, it'll be exciting to see what he decides to do. And it's a lot of transfer talk this week. Even though we're out of January, it feels like there's always a bit of rumbling. You know. Yeah, it's just January. like people trying to get that conversation so they can kind of make some quick moves in the summer. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I, I'm hope, Hopefully it just starts happening. Because Jaden Sancho, I wanted to see, obviously Jaden Sancho, probably since he left and since he had that first good season, I was like, I want to see this guy back in the Prem. Um, what he did is, like, completely, like, what he should have done. 100%. A couple seasons there, absolutely bossing it. Play for the England national team. Playing right? with, and playing with some really good players at Dortmund as well. And... And I think he'd probably stay there, but I hear there's kind of like rumblings with the manager and stuff like that. Would would uh, would you get Bayern Munich in for him? I don't know. Like, I don't think they want to sell him to Bayern. I, they don't want to sell anyone to Bayern, but they've sold everyone to Bayern. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, back in the pram, I think him and uh, him with one of the top teams is just going to be exciting to watch. Yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye out for that. Okay, moving on. Um, Celtic. Do you yeah. want to just you want to just run with it? Because I, I I don't know if I know enough about it. You, to, well, you start with your negative story, and then oh, I'll I'll bring it into the positive. This was an epic story. To I found this on Reddit Soccer. Um, so a Celtic fan has been jailed for ten months for punching. Wait for it. Three police horses. It's not something you see really in North American sports. Um, that kind of headline to go about, but. Just funny, just something different. You don't see it anywhere in <laughs> uh, in North America, that's for sure. Um, I'm pretty sure, like a Portsmouth fan or a Newcastle fan or Sunderland. I've fan. seen the Newcastle fan photos where they're yeah. The I'm sure the they punched a couple horses. Here's the thing. Also, just why do they have the horses there? Well, because they're on the horses. But right? like, I get it. But like, it seems like it, it's just uh, I don't know a scare tactic or something yeah. like that. Oh, and I don't know. There's times. a lot of you know, obviously these big games. Celtic and Rangers, like, there's a lot of guys drinking and maybe a lot of guys, you know, doing other things and, and just all kind of buzzed up for it. But, like, yeah, there's no, there's no, as much as I love Celtic and majority of the fans, you know, there's always these absolute nonces that you're going to find. So don't punch police horses, you know, jailed three j- police horses for 10 months. I think he got off light, to be fair. <laughs> you know, like... Pitting it all of him, which is good, I guess. Shouldn't you... Maybe, like, 10 months for one horse, and then maybe, like, 
you should be in for 30 months. Community service, maybe? Make him go work at the ranger's ground? Or just go, like, um, at a, work at a stable? Ooh, Get a love for horse, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Apologize. Um, yeah, so it's, it is what it is. Um, I don't uh, support horse violence. No, we're uh, not for horse violence. We're not horse violence FC in this, no. in this booth. Um, but let's, uh, but m- on a more positive note, um, it looks like Celtics uh, officially clinched the, uh, I'm not going to say officially because it's not true, but, you know, it's it's over for that league now. Nine in a row is how many, how many games are in the season in total? Is it? I don't know. It's, uh, probably the same amount as the so Prime. Like 38 Yeah. Okay. We just play each other a lot more. We play each other like three or four times instead of the twice because there's only 12 teams. Now you got a 10-point lead, one game in hand on Rangers. and No, they have one game in hand. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. But, they have one game in yeah, hand. Yeah, but they've been – we have a Christmas – they have a Christmas break um, after New Year's. So they have like two weeks. Okay. Unlike, obviously, the Prem. Um, and then both teams went away to Dubai for training. Because that's where kind of all these teams are kind of going now. They warm, want some sun. They warm want weather. Better for training. Yep. Okay. Celtic had lost that the game before Christmas break to Rangers. We came back six six wins out of six. Rangers obviously have like been maybe still got their flip flops on because they've um, won three, drawn, drawn one, lost two, or maybe drawn two, lost one, but, like, they've not been at the races since they've come back, and Celtic's gone from strength to strength. So I'm very happy. Yesterday was a magnificent day for me. March on to the nine in a row, and, and yeah, come back back again next year, Stephen. (laughs) So they'll play Rangers again on March 15th, and... I mean that's yeah we we might play them again um, even because we're still both in the Scotch Cup all right so hopefully hopefully we get um, hopefully we get another game um, because I mean the amount of as much games as you can get out of those fixtures the better it just brings more eyes to the to the Scottish game brings more eyes to that derby um, there's nothing like it so. Yeah, I lo- I always love. That's the only. Like, I'm not a big Scottish guy, obviously. Cause I just don't know enough about the rest of the teams. But that derby. But they're always usually at brutal times because I know they want to get. I think everyone at well, the like games at like what, nine like, a.m. or something. Well, it's like twelve o'clock kickoffs. Um, so I want to try and stop the excessive drinking in the mornings, well, right? Yeah. Well, and there's no drinking in in, in football in stadiums, stadiums yeah. because of a <laughs> Ranger sells a game thirty five <laughs> years ago or something like that. But probably a lot more horses were punched that uh, that day. But um, but yeah, it's just there's it's nothing wild. like it, and the Scottish League it's fantastic for me. Like, it's just it's the banter is unmatched, the shithousery is unmatched. I'm 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 here for it, and I'll continue to be here for it. Well, yeah, one guy who's for it at least in the studio. <laughs> so that's good. Um, moving on now, James. Um, don't have a whole lot else to to talk about. We could talk a little bit about the the weekend preview. About Manchester City and uh, West Ham, is it? Uh, yes. Because this game was supposed to be last week, and Storm Sierra. You see, I actually saw that a, a fan from Maine, uh, America, flew in, only for the game to be canceled. They just flew home, and I was like, "That's yeah, that's that's tough." 
Yeah, they play West Ham, 11.30 kickoff. I See, that's a nice time. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know. Why are we still talking about this this league? This it's over. Dead, dead league. It's a dead <laughs> thing. It's a dead thing. Um, West Ham, pff, I'd love to see West Ham do it. I love West Ham. You know, so we're in a relegation battle. And Ma- I know, and they need it. They need it, and I don't want to see them go down. So, hopefully, Pep, uh, Pep's got his, his, you know, his West Ham scarf out and uh, and helps the boys. Yeah. Well, actually, and I saw an article that he quoted somebody saying, "I could be sacked by Manchester City if I don't beat Real Madrid," which I guess he's playing mind games on himself. <laughs> I think he's gone at the end of the season. He always has this kind of fourth fourth season. We can only spend a billion pounds every four years and then go, ah, yeah. I'm moving on. Come to Arsenal. Here's the thing. Does he go, like, I've seen a Assistant lot of... manager at Arsenal to Arteta. Can you imagine? No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Just get that out of there. Um, Juventus. I hear Juve and the Juve board are kind of disgruntled with Sari. That was always a weird sign, like appointment. When right. they brought, took Sari, I was like, how are they going to... Do that. He's a very one-dimensional coach, you know? And not good with kind of bigger-name players. We saw, like, the Kepa thing was kind of, you know, proof in the pudding that, like, he couldn't really manage his players too much. Yeah. And I got Ronaldo on your team. You I think Ronaldo, it's like the LeBron thing, you know? Ronaldo is just the one coaching. He's just kind of making the decisions. It's probably not true. I think Ronaldo's probably really, like, respectful about that. But sorry, they, they want, after dominance in that league so long, they want um, they want dominance. I think Guardiola would bring that, but you know he's still Man City. Sorry, still at Juve, but I feel like he would probably want. You'd want if you'd managed, you know, Barcelona and Messi. You'd want to maybe manage Ronaldo for a couple seasons, then, then go, then head back over to Barcelona and finish your career or something. But he's not gonna be sacked. No, you know that's never gonna happen to Pep. You know, it's Pep. unless he does a Jose and. You know, goes crazy, but he's not going. To, he's not going to. It's just mind games. It's just he just. I don't know. He's kind of weird with the media sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's also kind of tough to understand on talk sport once in a while. When we hear him on the press conferences, you're like, oh, "What's he saying?" But yeah, I don't know. Like that's uh, called a Spanish accent. Oh, so, oh that, is that no what that one. is? Oh. <laughs> I really struggle with Man City because you know they've done so well domestically. But, like, it feels like that's already forgotten. Like, that 100-point season for those fans feels like a lifetime ago already. And it's like, because that's just the day and age we live in of, like, if it's not now, like, forget about it. Yeah. So, you know, like, the Man City fans don't really care about Champions League. They haven't fallen in love with it. they burned by VAR and other decisions over the years. So you got to understand why there's resentment. It's like, hey, we lost a Champions League final with 15 minutes to go. Like, don't come for me about this, t- uh, this tournament. But, yeah. It's it's tough to see the the situation they're in, and hopefully they can do an upset and, and beat. They imagine Real's a favorite going into that one. Well, With Real's top of the Real's top of the league still, right? Yeah. At, in La Liga, um, Zidane's actually got them playing, you know, again after Zinedine after um, a couple um, tough months. I don't know. They're I don't know. I couldn't actually call it because. Two weeks time. I think, I think City. I think City should put all their eggs in that basket. I don't think hundred percent. I don't think they'll 100%. win the Champions League, but I think they'll just be like, hey, you know, play Phil Foden in the, on the in the in the Premier League. You know, play your reserves in the Premier League and play 100%. everyone. You know, because 
yeah, I think what you're not going to win the league if this is your last season. You know, you're a man. You're a Champions League manager. You're br- you're brought to clubs for one reason. Yeah, but he's never done anything aside from that messy Barcelona team, I know, right? But I know, I know. But that's he. But he. That's why he's been brought to these clubs. Yeah, it's not like hey, at Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich was hilarious because Jupp Heynckes wins everything, the quadruple, and then gets sacked for Pep, and then Pep w- wins the treble without the Champions League, and it's like, you know, let's bring back Jupp. <laughs> Do you think you could ever see him on a national team? Like Spain or something? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I think I think every... When you think about your national pride, you think like maybe like you'd always want to play your play or um, manage your national team um, but I think he's still a young guy relatively in uh, in coaching so think much later I think Luis Enrique is not going to go anywhere soon in the Sp- Spanish national team but I don't know he um, he's, lo- he's running out of clubs because he keeps on jumping all, all over after four years yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what comes of that one, and and if Man City are able to to win and keep the pressure on Liverpool, even though bookies have already paid out Liverpool people who have paid for them to win the league back in the start of the season. Um, I'm actually really curious if Sheffield and United can dethrone Chelsea because it's you know when you go from fourth basically to you know heck even to to ninth there with Wolves like it's pretty it's pretty close like there's not there's about six point separation seven point separation between those teams. I would love to. Sheffield United's been probably the coolest story, I think, this season. Apart from Liverpool's obviously great run, Sheffield United's been so cool to watch. There's an old school, gritty football team playing as hard in week in, week out, and yeah. they're in a great position right now to be. Like, if you told them they're going to be fifth European football next season, they're all taking that. Oh, yeah. They are Brexit FC. You know, <laughs> they've got like one foreign. They've got like one they're French the full player. English, yeah. You know? They've got like one foreign player. Um,. Yeah, they're tremendous. Like Chris Wilder, if he gets top four, he needs to be like manager of the season. You know, um, and he gets overlooked so much because of like just being an English manager and kind of old school. But like the way they play with their overlapping like center backs and stuff like that, like they've got a serious squad. And I like them. I like. Like Sheffield Wednesday and Sheffield United are kind of like these classic teams. It was good to see Sheffield United come back up after so long. Um, when they famously got relegated by who was it? Um, Carlos Tevez when he played for West Ham. Right. But I think I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, get them up in the top four. You know what are they? The uh, Steel Men or the Blades? The Blades. So yeah. Get those, get those guys. We need those guys in the Champions League. That'd be wild. Yeah. So that would mean you got if you had no Chelsea, no Tottenham, top four finish, but you have Leicester and Sheffield United in there. Oh, bro. Inject that into the veins. Yeah. I mean, that would be a crap, uh, <laughs> crap Champions League for, <laughs> for England. But yeah, I wouldn't see uh, because I think Leicester would be getting turned inside out. Brendan Rodgers does not know how to play like European football. No, nope. but that's for another day. Brendan, we'll we'll save you for another day, Brendan. Any kind of closing thoughts there, James? Anything else you wanted to catch up on? And we're still trying to figure out a good formula for you know talking about this stuff and how to bring it up. And 
we're working through it, but of course, man. Um, I'm okay. We can, we can, let's see here. We can just do helicopter Thursday. Day. Helicopter. <laughs> what, mo- what football moment from the weekend got you, got you going? Yeah. This was a big hit with some people. I, it had a, some friend yeah. made a good laugh about this. Well, part. it's sticking around, you know. What <laughs> helicopter Thursday? What f- what footballing moment got you buzzed up? Got you got you get got, got you going? You, got you going. Um, I think it has to be. Even though I was cheering for Leeds United, watching West uh, Nottingham Forest put in the two 0 win. That second goal was. I was watching it at work. Shout out work and um, <laughs> and just unreal. Just the way the goal, the, the defender coughs it up at the last moment. Two on zero, just squares it, puts it in, limbs in the stadium. I'm going nuts. Oh, that was a good one on the weekend. That's good, man. How about you? Um, I was thinking about this all week, and I was thinking, okay, what is it going to be? But it has to be. It has to be yesterday with. Celtic securing the five nothing win at home against Hearts. Rangers losing two one against Kilmarnock. It's over. Happiest day of my life. Not so much happiest day of the year so far. And uh, yeah, like there's nothing gonna beat that this week. So I was. Uh, I don't know why I don't have my Celtic top on right now. I'm kind of disappointed. How many how many titles do they have in a row now? Celtic? Well, this will be marching on to nine. And no one and deadly and nine's the big thing because they Rangers won nine uh, in the nineties and then we stopped the ten so it's all about stopping the ten if if they don't stop the ten it's you know they're not gonna stop the ten it's gonna be ten in a row and that's ultimate humiliation and I'm just gonna be buzzing so uh, also before we end here I just want to have a special shout out to uh, Abbotsford Red Devils, who play this week against Abbey United on Saturday. Big game, top of the table. So I'll be out watching that, supporting. Are you uh, playing? I'm semi-retired, so who knows? Um, um, who knows? Late call-out? I'll be on the, yeah, I'll be on the bench. With, I'll be on the bench with my boots on, but who knows <laughs> if I'll get on. Um, but just uh, best of luck to, to those boys and bring that W and then go party, uh, go uh, paint the town red, as they always do. Yep, small town, but it'll be painting red. Lots of exciting. We'll be we'll be cheering for you guys and excited to hear how it goes during next week. Cool. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us for this second episode. And cool to kind of get two in the books now. And looking forward to greater and better things to come. Yeah. Roll on to three. Roll on to three. Okay. This has been Nolan Braun here with James O'Hara. Thank you very much for listening. Later days. <laughs>